Hey, everybody, good morning. Tom Mazaway with The Wrap right here on NRM Streamcast. We are here on a hump day, and uh, it's a great day in sports. Well, every day is a great day in sports, but everything is coming together now in uh, November. we got college football. The first rankings are out for the college football playoffs. We're going to talk about that with Dan Wetzel from Yahoo! This guy wrote Death to the BCS. And I know you guys remember the BCS and how much controversy it had. And Dan was one of the guys in the forefront getting rid of that and getting us to this playoff that we all love. We wish it could be bigger than the top four. Corey Stewart in the house with yeah, us. Yeah, I totally agree. It should be right? bigger. I think we maybe go to eight eight teams, you hey, know? Hey, I, I wouldn't mind. I know it's crazy, but I wouldn't mind the 64 tournament. Oh, man. Why not? Let's, let's, let's bring <laughs> it on, man. All the way we don't need the bowl April. games. You don't need the bowl you games. You really don't need the bowl games. The bowl games are, well, they're getting stupid. You yes. got, like, what? The 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 laptop yeah, what, the <laughs> green wait, wait, machine wait, wait, wait. Bowl? Yeah, here, look. Here, the, the, pen, the, the cup bowl. <laughs> we just made up a new bowl. Yeah. By the way, to your right, we got Ethan Perlman, our stat man, our producer in the house, the Ohio State guy. What up, buddy? Yeah. Congratulations. No, it's, a, it's a great day to be a Buckeye. Ew. Let's just put it that way. It is a great day to hey. be a Buckeye. Hey, we wish we wish we felt that way. Uh, yeah. Right? Yeah, one day we will. You think? Uh, no, probably not. I mean, <laughs> I mean, they had Urban Meyer. They get this Ryan Day character, and, you know, he's going to fall on his face. This is the... No. I'm, no. A, I'm a no. double Urban fan because, you know, Urban Meyer got his start at... Bowling Green yes, State University. So, mm-hmm. do you know back in the day, back in my old radio days, I had a show called The Brandy and Bo Show. It was Jim Brandstatter, who was the voice mm-hmm. of Michigan, yep. and Bo Schembechler, who's Bo Schembechler. Um, yes, Bo. <laughs> All right, I was their producer. We had a show. It was on every week, and Urban Meyer was one of my guests when he was with Bowling Green. I called yep. the school, and this is the best part when I used to do this stuff. And you have Bo Schembechler, right? Mm-hmm. I can call any school, and Usually they'll hang up on you. I want to talk to the coach. I want to talk to Lou Holtz. I want to talk to blah, yeah. blah, blah. Yep. What? It's for Bo Schembechler? Okay, hold on. Coach will be right there. <laughs> it happened. I've never got yeah. turned down. Ever. Wow. Got turned down well, for a guest. When you got a legend like that. Yeah. I mean, how do you turn that down? <laughs> you can't. You can't. You can't. No. And Urban Meyer, uh, he couldn't love Bo anymore. Yeah. I mean, the cradle of coaches mm-hmm. was was back in, in your days, back in uh, your old schools there. Yep. So it's great. Here we go. The college football playoffs that was released yesterday. The first top twenty-five rankings. Here's your top four. The Ohio State Buckeyes are number one, and you know what? I think they should be number one. Number two, LSU. Number three, the always stalwart. Alabama Crimson Tide. Mm-hmm. And number four, the surprise to me is Penn State. Yeah. They get in over Clemson and Georgia. And again, we got four games left in the regular season mm-hmm. for each school. Yeah. Plenty of time to make moves. Sure. And Clemson only has three remaining uh, scheduled games mm-hmm. North Carolina yeah. State, Wake Forest, and South Carolina. NC State always gives them a hard time. Yeah, I'll totally. My man Mike Allway, uh, NC State guy, I know he's listening. And I bet the Wolfpack gives them a run, but Clemson has uh, got to start waking up. And, yeah. w- and Wake Forest will give them a run, too. I, I mean, most people don't realize Wake Forest is 19th in the nation, and they got a strong offense. So if it's a shootout, Clem- Clemson may, uh, may take an L that week. What do you think about uh you happy with these numbers? No, I'm not. One through four, or you got you, know, you got something different? Every year, I'm not really well, happy. Michigan in there. Hang on. I'm happy. I'm not. I'm happy. The SEC is not sitting at number one. Yeah. We've seen it so many years. I know, and I hate it because you know I'm well, not. They, they I'm, not a, I'm not an Alabama fan. I don't like Nick Saban. 
Although I believe that if he ever decided to come to the NFL, he could really actually win some games. Well, he but failed once. Look, he did. Kind of failed. But the, the, you know, the Dolphins. Yes. Come on. I mean, but it, realistically, these these numbers kind of fall into where I see it being right now. I don't see Ohio State sitting at top when it's all said and okay. done. Penn he, State's had a harder schedule. You no, know, and the fun, the funny thing, and this was what they talked about last night. Ohio State has the strongest or the highest strength of victory. Yeah. That means they have played the teams that have better records than any other team. They're in the ending nation. the season you're, in, you're, at, at the big house. At I mean, the big house. Yeah. We know what Michigan has done this year. We know Harbo's record against Ohio State, even though it's the first year mm-hmm. outside of of Myers. Urban Meyer, yeah. So I mean, I mean, I'll, I'll Ohio State in the Big Ten. Is sitting pretty comfortably because yeah. their record because of their season. But I mean, if you're Ohio State and you beat Maryland, Rutgers, and you beat Penn State, and Penn State, mm-hmm. let's say Penn State's still ranked in the top ten at that point, and then you beat Michigan, yeah, you're I, I, th- I think even if you play a very very close, uh, you know, championship game in the Big Ten, yeah. Depending on who wins this LSU Alabama matchup mm-hmm. and who wins the SEC East, yeah, Ohio State could very easily be number one. Come, could be, could uh, be, but you know what? Rankings. How many how many Big Ten teams has Penn State beaten this year? They've beaten Michigan. They've beaten Michigan. Michigan uh, State. Michigan State. State. Did, did they? Did they, they beat put, Iowa. Then they beat Iowa. I mean, those are pretty decent sized. Did they play Wisconsin? I don't, I don't know if so. they did. I don't think they played Wisconsin right. this year. Wisconsin was that kind of. Teeter totter for Whiskey me. Whiskey is still in this. Oh, totally. To, to yeah. upset the apple cart. I mean, oh, yeah. I mean, they could still uh, screw things up. I oh, mean, totally. They, and I think Minnesota plays Penn State this week in Minneapolis. PJ yeah. Fleck just gets a big old fat contract. Oh, huge. And they don't want to lose this guy. No. And he's going to get a lot of people coming after him. I don't care that he just signed the new contract. To me, that just means. Well, that's, that, that people are coming after him. Row the I boat. Mean, I mean, yeah. row a, the boat. Row the boat anyway. That's the same thing that happened with Western Michigan, though. He yeah. signed a he signed an extension, yeah. and then like two months later, he was heading off to Minnesota. We, yeah, everybody in Kalamazoo, yeah, Cal, everybody yeah. in Kalamazoo knew PJ was going to be gone because he was that good. Yeah. And, but he came in and he brought a lot of wins, and he brought that that city really a, a college team that everybody was looking mm-hmm. at. Minnesota basketball. Minnesota is a great gig. Mm-hmm. I mean, they have great facilities. Mm-hmm. They're in a great part of the country. Mm-hmm. If they could tap into, you know, going further, my buddy Mark Fellauer even told me this, and he's smart about this. If you go into tap into the North Dakotas and all of that, you get a Carson Wentz kind of guy yeah. to come over to your school. Mm-hmm. They're going to even be that much better. Yeah, they're going to be that much better. I like Minnesota this week against Penn State. I really, I like I them to too. win. I well, really do. It, I think it's going to be a close game, but I I, so. I, either team could pull it out. To be honest, though, the one thing I looked at in the top twenty-five that I, I wonder right now. Going forward, what could happen is Oregon and Utah being at seven and eight. Mm-hmm. Pac-12 has not had a very good luck when it comes to getting a team in the college football playoff in in the history that it's been as of now. Mm-hmm. I I think even with them sitting at seven and eight to start with the first rankings, even if I think one of them wins out, wins the Pac-12, I don't see either one of them getting in. No, and I think that's an insult to the Pac-12. But it just shows that the Pac-12 compared to the SEC, the Big Ten, the ACC is—they got a lot of work to do. Is out just there. weak. They got yeah. a lot of work yeah. to do out there to oh, rebuild totally. that brand because that brand has not been too good yeah. in recent years. Mm. It's been owned over here. But yeah. uh, this is football weather outside. I mean, today 
You could just get out there and play some football today. I mean, coming in, I'm like, you, you can't, you can't help. But <laughs> and I know it's going to get worse here over the weekend. Sure. I hear it's going to be like, like in the 30s, into uh-huh. 20s and 30s yeah. this weekend. And then I'm reading, we don't have to worry about the cold this year in Michigan. We have to worry about the snow no. totals. Yeah, we're going to get creamed. Mm-hmm. And well, that's coming from somebody who lived on the other side of the state where lake effect snow was hitting in August usually. Wow. And we would get 98 inches of, of snow in a season. I can't hack it. Uh, that's why I moved over on this side of the state because I said I didn't want more snow, but I apparently know. it's going, West, coming everywhere. The west part of the state of Michigan, I think, is absolutely gorgeous. But you have to put up you with do. the winters. Yeah. I mean, God. Because that. Freaking Lake Michigan coming over. From it's unforgiving. <laughs> it's unforgiving. You know, you're right by the Windy City there oh, in Chicago. Yeah. It just rolls right over Lake Michigan right into you. And uh-huh. That's what it is. And uh, we're here on The Wrap on NRM Streamcast. Tom Azaway, Corey Stewart, Ethan Perlman. We're getting Dan Wetzel from Yahoo in just a few minutes. The college football playoff is what we're talking about. Ohio State, LSU, Alabama, Penn State. Then you have Clemson and Georgia sitting on the rim. Clemson with three games remaining. They go at NC State next. Wolfpack's going to give them a game. Georgia's got Missouri, Auburn, Texas A&M, and Georgia Tech. So uh, they got their work cut out for them, too. And I don't know. The two quarterbacks from Clemson and Georgia. You got Fromm at Georgia, and you got Trevor Lawrence in Clemson. Mm-hmm. You know, these guys you were talking about, oh, they're going to be the, they're gonna be for sure slam dunk uh What's the award? Winners, basically. What's the award? Uh, Heisman? Yeah, the Heisman. Yeah. I, just left. I was thinking Cy Young. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we still they, got baseball on I do. I do. Wow. We got baseball to talk about <laughs> yeah. today, too. You thought they were going to be uh, Heisman candidates, and it's just not working out for them this year. It's kind of like, it, a, like a, a sophomore junior jinx. You know, I'm actually, I, I hate it when, you know, you go into a season and you got, you know, here are your Heisman favorites, and it doesn't change throughout the year, and they actually perform up to it. <laughs> I like it when you get those players that come out out of nowhere to you know lead the Heisman front, and like a guy like Chase Young out of Ohio State, I yeah. think has a legit shot right sure. now at winning it. But at the same time, uh, the LSU quarterback, he was on like the on the fringe of would he be a Heisman contender or not, sure. and right now he probably is the front runner. And I'm more concerned when it comes to uh, from, and I don't believe Lawrence is eligible for the draft this year, mm-hmm. but from is. I don't know where his stock is at. I was thinking mid-round, mid-first round pick. To me, he's trending down to second, third round. I don't know about that. There no, are a lot of NFL teams. Yeah. At least a second yeah. round. A lot of NFL teams need quarterbacks. you're going to have guys like Tua and the uh, Tua. Jalen Hurts, I believe, will also yep. be a first rounder. Uh, Burroughs will definitely be a first rounder with what he's put up this year. But legitimately, how many teams in the NFL are going in the NFL draft are going to be drafting a quarterback Early this year? On, I don't think they that will have drafted in the past because the only team I see doing it that has done it and then actually traded for another first rounder was Miami. Miami's probably going to definitely go in on a quarterback. I don't know who else will. Lions? Do Lions finally well, decide to, well, they that gotta, they might need somebody? they got to take somebody at yeah, least as a backup for crying out loud. We don't even have a backup. A, what, 11 seasons? The Lions yeah. will wait. Because it's the Lions, they're gonna wait till the sixth round. Yeah. Good <laughs> like they Lord. were like they were saying, just they like were the Patriots, do, like they said they well, were gonna do last year. They, they said they were, gonna, they were gonna take a quarterback in the sixth or seventh round, and they ended up not doing it. But knowing the Lions, they're gonna screw it up again. And 
every time take I, a defensive line. Every time or, I watch the NFL we'll draft, take a punter. Yeah, every time I watch it, <laughs> Sam Martin's not punting so well now. We had to cut his pay this year. We, well, let's get a, let's, uh, hey, we need, we're, you know we're the smartest team in the room. Let's yeah. get this guy now. Well, my, my the Patriots are going to get him. He's I know hot. it. He's hot. Let's get him. I've I've had to stop watching the first round NF, of the NFL draft, especially this year when the Lions. Were you know the pick right before them and Josh Allen, the linebacker out of Kentucky, was still available. I'm like Jacksonville, please screw up. But then I'm like also if Jacksonville passes on him, knowing Detroit, Detroit's going to be stupid and pass on a top mm-hmm. five talent. And, and uh, instead we take T.J. Hawkinson instead of who I thought we should have taken at that time, Ed Oliver. How's Ed Oliver doing this year? Do you know? On and off, but I mean he's in. He's with he, Buffalo, right? He's in Buffalo, but yeah. he's. I don't know that he's a starter in Buffalo. It's a hell of a defense. It's a hell of a defensive <laughs> line. So I mean, him on. It might the, take him a him, while. Him, to get him on the Detroit line, he'd be a starter, I think. Him on Buffalo's line, he's well, probably face, a second string guy. Let's face it; it all came apart, and it's come apart all the time. But I can't get over Ebron over Aaron Donald. That's you know that's as a Lion fan. I just can't get over it. There's, that's going to be the one that defines them for years and oh, years yeah. and years. Yeah. My buddy uh, uh, Rich Eldridge, he puts out this college football stuff. This kid is like a, a college football savant. He's got his top three Heisman guys. Chuba Hubbard, or Chuba Hubbard, okay. running back from Oklahoma State. Yeah. Travis Etienne, running back from Clemson. A.J. Dillon, running back from Boston College. That's his top three hmm. on the Heisman. Really, all three running backs. This kid knows his stuff. I mean, man. I mean, I can agree with the first one. the The other two, I, I don't know. I'd still put behind Burroughs and Chase Young with the seasons they've had. Etn's not had his greatest season, but neither has that Clemson offense overall. Hmm. All right, yeah. we're here on the wrap here on NRM Streamcast. Still waiting on Dan Wetzel. Mm-hmm. We'll get him momentarily. Uh, what else do we want to talk about? How about Florida State this week? They fired their head coach, Willie Taggart. He had $17.7 million left on his contract. They paid it off so he wouldn't coach. It's the largest buyout in college football history. Good. They paid this guy who went 9-12 and in his two a season and a quarter. Mm-hmm. And uh, Willie Taggart not working anymore for Florida State, who has really hit the skids over the years. And he gets $17.7 million to not coach. I mean... Wouldn't that be a good gig to get? No, oh, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, yeah. I, I would take that all day. <laughs> they paid you a couple of hundred dollars, you wouldn't come to work, right? They, they paid me enough for lunch money, I'd, I'd take it. <laughs> I, I mean, that's. I mean, that contract right there is. Uh, oh my gosh, I used a C word. Um, <laughs> that's good. I mean, good for him. Hey, college basketball last night while we wait for Dan. Michigan beat App State. 79-71. They blew a big lead and got it down. I think for a thirty-point lead, down it was six, and it was of course uh, the first for Jawan Howard. Uh, you first know, time out. I heard, <laughs> I heard as I was driving home, Appalachian State, App State again. App Here State, we go. and it just for some reason it, yeah. it created this shell shock for me, and I was like, no, 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 no. Why are we? No, no. Let's not. Let's not open up the season like this again. Is that amazing? And I was like, no, no, no. Michigan's too good of a of a program. They'll beat them. And then all of a sudden, I was watching the game, and I was like, oh boy, this is this is history repeating itself, just in a different sport. Well, they win seventy nine seventy one. So they want to know. Yeah, sure, we'll, sure. We'll give them that. They get the bugs out. And mm-hmm. Juwan Howard bobblehead night at Chrysler last night. I wouldn't mind getting one of those, by the way. <laughs> by the way, Michigan State. 
I don't know. They just never can get over the hump against Kentucky yesterday. No. The State Farm Champions Classic. Tough opener at the Garden. Yeah. 69-62, they fall yeah. to the Wildcats. Yeah. The one and Duns. Excuse me. The yeah. Kentucky one and Duns. I, I renamed like, them. I don't like seeing that. Because I, I am I am a, a, a Sparty when yeah. it comes to basketball. I love Izzo. I think he has a wonderful scheme. I mean, I love all college basketball. And I love, you know, seeing them. But, man, it just seems like each year... Michigan State just seems like there's always this giant mountain that they have to climb. Yeah, they when they do. really shouldn't, because they're a better program than that. Yeah, and Nizzo they, knows the scheme. But they play the tough teams. They do. You got to give them that. And they're not playing these patsies. No. 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 By no. the way, uh, the game one was Duke, number four in the country, upsetting number three, Kansas, 68-66. Kansas was another team that could not get over the hump last night. Nope. Well... I honestly thought that game was a lot closer than anticipated. Even though Duke is ranked four and Kansas was ranked three, I didn't think Kansas had the talent to stick with Duke that whole game, and the fact that they did uh, really shows what Kansas may be capable of this year. Hmm. Uh, looking at who, well, they're know, always who, looking good. They're always well. The thing is, they always look good towards the end of the year and middle of the year. Sure. In some of these past years, their first few games when they play teams like a Duke or a Kentucky, mm-hmm. they struggle. They may lose a game by twelve points, and people be like, "What's up with Kansas?" And then you know, the rest of the year, yeah. they just get on fire. But the fact that they held with Duke, who lost a lot of talent last year, but they brought in a lot more talent again, mm-hmm. um, shows me that Kansas could be a national title contender for real this year. Um, in past years, they always say, you know, Kansas, Duke, Kentucky, national title contender. Well, those I, don't, I, don't, are, I don't always no, buy it. I don't I, always buy it. I don't it. either. And you know what? You're not going to trick me 18 <laughs> years in a row for me putting Kansas in the, my final four <laughs> on my bracket and then losing out in the second round. I'm not. It's not happening this year. I told you, take Bradley. Over I know. I keep listening. Were you also the guy who last year decided to say, okay, Virginia's number one seed again. Let's pick the 16 over one again? Yes. <laughs> I'm terrible at brackets. <laughs> Hey, we got plenty of time to talk about brackets. Let's talk about the football bracket right now with mm-hmm. our own, with our good buddy from Yahoo Sports, Dan Wetzel, joining us on the hotline. Hey, Danny, thanks for coming on, man. Thanks for having me, gentlemen. What's up? We appreciate it, doing? Dan. Death to the BCS. It seems like a long time ago, Dan. You put that book out and made number one on the New York Times bestselling list. And thankfully, we have the college football playoff now. And I, I always owed it to you. I, I always said that. Dan Wetzel started. The whole thing. Death to the BCS, in with the college football playoffs. So thanks, Dan. Wow, yeah, you're welcome. Uh, (laughs) This thing makes more money than the old system. No kidding. No kidding. Yeah. When are they going to extend it, by the way? I mean, before we even get into the top four. I mean, what's the next step in this whole thing? You know, I I actually like uh, eight team, um, five conference champs. uh, Three at large. Three at large. Maybe have a have a guaranteed spot if uh, one of the like group of five smaller conferences, you know, puts together the right kind of season, um, hits some kind of benchmark because that that also rewards brings in Cinderella in a little bit and it rewards the one seed who gets an easier game. True. Mm-hmm. So so, but I would also try to get rid of the conference title games. I think are mostly useless. If you look most years, there almost nothing happens. Uh, and it's rarely a. Uh, uh, oftentimes, teams could lose and still make it. Right. Teams aren't even in it, make it, and it's a wasted weekend. So you could do that without having to play more games for the uh, for the um, 
players, but I, I think eight's the right number, and it's just a matter of time. I, I don't know. They've got contracts, and they move at a glacial pace there. No question. And you know the networks will be lining up to get that. They'll break all Definitely. kinds of records. Mm-hmm. So Ohio State, LSU, Alabama, Penn State, any problems with the top four so far with you? I would have put LSU one. Um, I mean, none of it matters. This no. thing's like a dog and pony show at this time of year. Yeah. I would have put LSU one, Bama two, just so we could have a one-two matchup this Saturday. I mean, these rankings are supposed to promote the game. You know, do we really have to like not promote the game and make it a two-three? Right. Um, but to me, it's I'm bigger on what you've done than how you look. And LSU has beaten. Uh, they won at Texas. Uh, they beat Florida, and they beat Auburn. They got three really, really good wins. All three of those wins, maybe not the Texas, uh, but it's close. Are, are better. All three of those wins are better than what Ohio State's won, in my opinion. Hey, and so LSU should be number one. I know Ohio State looks great. They do. I would put LSU one. Hey, Dan, uh, Ethan here. I just wanted to kind of bring up what I, what I had heard about the reasoning for Ohio State over LSU, and it was something they had talked about last night was while LSU has picked up wins over Florida, Auburn, um, Texas. Texas, and the fact of the matter being that if you take a look at LSU's uh, opponents overall the whole year, Ohio State apparently still has a, uh, I believe they said, a higher strength of victory. So the overall components of who they have played this year still is ranked higher than any team in this top four. But my biggest thing is the, the thing that probably hurts LSU is that Texas win does not look impressive now this year. Texas has taken a huge step back, and I think LSU and Ohio State, either one of them could have been number one. But the fact of the matter being that Ohio State has, maybe they haven't played as many strong teams yet. They're going to be playing a few uh, few in these coming weeks with Penn State and Michigan. Those are going to be their true test, in my opinion. But the way they set it up, I kind of like it because LSU and Alabama will play each other. If Ohio State and Penn State remain in the top four, it's going to make fans interested in seeing, one, we go into that final week of the regular season, where is everybody ranked? Because LSU and Alabama, one of them will have a loss, and so will Ohio State and Penn State. Hmm. Huh. Good take. Yeah, I don't like strength of victory much. I, I, to me, it's like... There you go, Dan. Tell them. You get rewarded. Look, this committee just picks and chooses whatever the hell they want. Exactly. Different times. They'll be like, it's, it's who you lost. It's quid Georgia pro quo. lost at home to South Carolina, and they're ranked ahead of Oregon that lost to Auburn on a neutral field. Like, you know, they just come up with stuff. But here's the thing. If you're rewarded with that strength of victory by playing a bunch of teams that are ranked 70th, right, uh, I would – I would I would be more impressed if someone beat number two and number uh, 140 and their and their strength of victory is technically averaged out at 70.5. Mm-hmm. Like there's only so many teams that can beat Ohio State. So whether your cupcake game is the is the number 123 team or the number 103 team, I just don't I don't really get a whole lot out of that. But Dan, look, Dan Ethan is also Saturday. an Ohio State fan, so just to let you know why yeah, he was the he's, 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 he's a Buckeye. He's a Buckeye. I mean, I, I am a Buckeye at heart. I am also a Falcon <laughs> by choice. Um, but no, my, my big thing is 
there's only one team on this top four list that I truly believe at this moment could beat Ohio State, and that being LSU. Mm-hmm. But even then, I don't know that they could. Um, yeah, well, that's, so, that's, you don't know, and that's like this is what we know. Yeah, uh, LSU beat Florida and Auburn and Texas. But look, the committee is, is always going to come up with something. Someone's got to do it. It's an imperfect system. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Next week, the number one team in the country will be either LSU or Alabama. Like whoever wins this exactly. game is going to be number one. Yes, I, I so, totally agree. Why not just make them one two now and promote the game? But it, it, none of it matters. Any of these teams went out, they're in. I think the interesting thing at the end will be if LSU loses this weekend, particularly if it's a very close loss, and they end up 11-1, and but they still have those three victories and their only losses to what, let's, say, let's play it out as an undefeated Alabama team, how big of an advantage do they have over the Big 12 champion, the Pac-12 champion, and, uh, you know, I, I obviously like the S- Alabama would be in, Clemson would be in. And the, and a big undefeated Big Ten champion would be in, but then do you take an eleven and one LSU team over a twelve and one Pac twelve champion or or a, yeah. uh, whatever you end up with as as the Big Ten champion, a uh, Big Twelve champion? So yeah. LSU losing close could be an, actually a pretty strong position. I don't think that is the same for Alabama. They don't have all those quality wins just because their schedule played out poorly, and they're playing at home. So I think LSU actually, if they keep it close, is is, is in a Decent chances to make the playoff. Dan Wetzel from Yahoo Sports joins us, uh, New York Times bestselling author, you know, from death to the BCS, and uh, he's got his own college football podcast with Yahoo as well. So we appreciate him coming on. Uh, Danny, I got a game here for you this week Penn State at Minnesota, PJ Fleck, really doing PJ Fleck things. The guy's a winner. Goes over to Minneapolis, uh, which I think is a ter- tremendous job. He gets a nice uh, raise this week. His whole staff does. I think Minnesota could win this game at home, and they're six and a half point underdogs. And they were politicking to have uh, college game day to come there, but LSU and Alabama got in the way. Row the boat. Row exactly. Row the boat. Yeah, we'll see. I haven't played anybody, but <laughs> it looked pretty good doing that. Um. Your first eight games were fairly easy, but, you know, what are you going to do? That's how the schedule works yeah. out. You beat Nebraska handily. You beat Rutgers, Maryland, all these guys. Um, yeah, huge game. Um, supposed to be pretty cold. Might snow. I think all that would help Minnesota. Uh, I think we'll see. We'll learn a lot about Minnesota and Penn State this weekend. Penn State obviously needs that to set up right. the big uh, game against the Buckeyes. Um, and Minnesota's really got nothing from the committee. I think they're like 17. I know. Um, Minnesota and Baylor, you know, they get nothing for playing nobody. Alabama's third. They haven't really played anybody either. Uh, funny how that works. And Michigan is ahead of Minnesota at this point. Michigan, two losses. Minnesota, unbeaten. And uh, that's that's a that's a that's a little bit of a, a shame there, if you ask me. Mm-hmm. Michigan, underachieving all year, starting to play good ball now under Jim Harbaugh. We got you here on the horn, Dan. What's what's your take on Harbaugh and Ann Arbor and the whole the whole scene in Michigan? Well, you know, look, I, I think they're they're probably they got a really good chance to end up nine and two going into the Ohio State game, uh, and obviously he's got to beat Ohio State at some point, and this would be yeah as good a time as any. For no him. kidding. I think the thing with Michigan is they hired Harbaugh believing he would. Uh, get the program to the next level. Yeah, and he has not done that. Uh, that said, it's been a long time since Michigan was really an elite program. Yeah, 
Um, they've got one nas- half a national title yeah. in 50, 60 years or something. They I was there. A Big Ten title in a long time. <laughs> they're they're not a top five program. No. Um, they're fun. They got a great stadium. They got a great helmet. Great time out there. They do pretty <laughs> well. But um, they're not Ohio State. Man, and yeah. um, Harbaugh is supposed to change that, and maybe he still can. Um, I think the biggest thing with Harbaugh that surprised me is uh, there's been a lot of there's been some coaching blunders in big games, and yeah. then he hasn't gotten the quarterback. I thought for sure he would have it lined up, stacked up with great quarterbacks, the way Lloyd Carr had it going for a while there. You're not kidding. Um, where you just had NFL quarterback after NFL quarterback you know, uh, lined up. I thought kids would say, I want to be a quarterback at Tom Brady's school, playing for a guy who played 15 years in the NFL at quarterback, who took Colin Kaepernick to a Super Bowl, who coached Andrew Luck. Like, and he hasn't gotten that, that solved. And that's really, I think, really hindered the program. Shea Patterson's had his moments, but this is not what you would think five years in. Uh, I, I would have thought he would add quarterbacks, and he hasn't. I agree, Dan. Is he is he the long-term guy here? Does he name his own year? Does he leave at his own? I know he makes the school money. He's a bit of a whack job, but it is what it is. Uh, does he stay the long-term at Michigan? I don't know. Um, you know, look, like I said, he could be 9-2 and two, two going into that game. He could lose to Michigan State and then lose to Ohio State. Yeah. He may just want to get the hell out of there. That would be the end of it. <laughs> There's a lot of rides on this last month. Um, but I, again, like I think there's just a, a disconnect on on how good Michigan is usually. I mean, it's just not you, you know. Oh, we got eleven national titles. A lot of those were won when you know it didn't matter. Leather like helmets, the Ann Arbor YMCA, yeah. and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. Those don't count. And the winningest program of all time. Well, most of those wins, like that, the college football didn't. I, I don't think college football even should count before before. Uh, integration. I mean, I don't, I don't think whatever happened back before, it's nice, but it doesn't really matter. And then if you really look at this era of time, like how, how good is this program? And I get it. You hire Harbaugh and say, all right, we want to be what what Ohio State is. And he hasn't gotten there. But, you know, I don't know that they've necessarily taken a huge step back. It's just this is what they are. And it, it's a different ball game now. You can't just cruise through, win the Rose Bowl, and declare yourself a champion or a top five team. Even if you make the playoff, you have to go play, and you usually get stomped if you're from the North. Like I look at Notre Dame last year. Notre Dame had an undefeated season, right? They had a really good team, they had a really good year. Brian Kelly's a really good coach, it's about as good as Notre Dame can do, and they're undefeated. And if this was 1978, they would have been voted number one. Correct. And got to have a title. This is an 85. They would have been voted number one. Instead, they have to go to a playoff, and Clemson beats them yeah. in the semis. It's just a different error. You can't just pretend that we're good anymore. You have yeah. to prove it. And and uh, Michigan hasn't even gotten to the point where they're they're in the in the conversation to prove it. Yeah, and I, I totally agree with you, Dan. Just because it, the Big Ten's starting to look strong again. It was all about the SEC for the last few years, but now it's like Big Ten's making a mark with Ohio State, Wisconsin's doing all right. But the two teams that kind of look like they're falling apart are Michigan State and Michigan right now, which sucks for us because we're Michiganders. So it's like right. it, it 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 hurts to see that a program like that that was. Coached by a Lloyd Carr and had a Tom 
Brady and was able mm-hmm. to win championships and yeah. and yeah. look like an Alabama of of now, Correct. you know, back then. It's sad to see a program like that because I drive through Ann Arbor all the time, and it's it doesn't feel like it used to when I was a kid. It doesn't feel like there's a a gust a of wind, a buzz, or yeah. something in yeah. that in that city anymore. And then you go up to Lansing, and it's like, are they really a team? Well, it's like, well, they're going through hell. Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> totally. But I mean, it's just I, I I if the if the Big Ten's moving in the way that it is with mm-hmm. with how they are with all the other teams, Michigan and Michigan State should f- try to follow suit. And if 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 Harbaugh can't do that, I, I don't. Think he's the right fit. For How about PJ Fleck to Michigan? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a zero-sum game. Like someone's got to win, someone's got to lose. So if someone's rising up, and someone's rising, going down. I don't know that Michigan. I don't know that Michigan's really changed at all. Ohio State is one thing; the other programs are another. And maybe Penn State can get there. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Maybe Michigan can nip at their heels. But we've seen no indication. That anyone can challenge Ohio State. No, mm-hmm. they're beating everybody. Yeah. And, and when's Nebraska going to wake up and beat Nebraska, Nebraska again? I mean, Nebraska was—they're never going to be. Good. What the hell happened? Well, when they played the Big Twelve, they were playing games in Texas and stuff. They could get a lot of kids from the South to come play up there. Now they're playing just in the big in the Midwest, and it's just another team with a big stadium. There's no players in Nebraska. They're in Iowa. I, Iowa's a better program than Nebraska. They're going to be a mediocre team for forever. Mm-hmm. And if you're not if you're not winning recruiting battles over SEC teams for talent, you're not legit. Yeah. You just can't. And they used to have a lot of kids from Florida and Texas to play at Nebraska and California. They don't anymore. They used to play a wide open style in the Big Twelve. They don't anymore. No. And so they're never going to get that good. I. Penn State's got to show me they're as good as Ohio State. I don't know that Michigan is, again, I don't think they've taken a step back, and I don't think the Big Ten's risen up. I think this is just what they are, and they have been for the most part of the last half century. Um, I think there's all the trappings, and you go there and you go, this is this is unbelievably, truly elite college football, and it's just, it's not quite that. It's not bad, but, you know, you're probably like 10 to 20, not not top five. And I think, again, you see the same thing with Notre Dame. They, they do all the stuff they used to do. They can have Notre Dame's twice had undefeated seasons under Brian Kelly. Yep. Once played for the title, got boat raced oh. by Alabama. <laughs> oh. Once made the semi. Michigan State had that great year. They get to the semifinal. Killed. Crushed. Mm-hmm. Yes. You just can't. You, none of these teams can compete at that level other than Ohio State. And only Ohio State did it once. They had Zeke Elliott. They ran them a ton. Yeah. They won the title. But the last time they made the playoff, Clemson beat them 31 to zip. Mm-hmm. Wow, I forgot you know, about like, that. Maybe this year's different. I think Ohio State's on another level. But, I, look, I live here, too. Northern football is just northern football. It is. Yep. They beat the heck out of each other, and then the South feasts on them. By the way, Dan Wetzel yeah. joining us from Yahoo Sports. It's the 150th anniversary, Dan, by the way, of the first college football game. Rutgers beat Princeton 6-4, to four, so mm-hmm. hail for the Big Ten over the Ivy League back then. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Last time Rutgers won, I, I, I know. <laughs> hey, I'm still, I'm still uh, late. I, I'm a Rutgers guy, man. I, you know, I went to school there. My sister graduated there. and I still remember 1976 when they made 
made the Final Four in basketball, and then Michigan trucked them, and then Michigan got <laughs> trucked by Indiana the day after that. That's the only thing I could go on with, with uh, my Rutgers uh, sports uh, knowledge there. And <laughs> how about soccer, Michigan State, uh, Carly Danny? Carly Lloyd. You got Carly Lloyd. I know. You oh, do have yeah. Carly Lloyd. Michigan State, before we let you go, uh, what, what's your take on them with uh, their head coach? Uh, what's what's going to happen with, with that program? But I assume he's gonna. This is it for Mark D'Antonio. You do think so? I don't. That's my guess. I have no indication. It's like he should uh, retire. He's done what he's done for the program's great. What he's done for the school's great. But uh, this isn't working. Clearly, um, you know, he's talking about hey, we could win out and go eight and four. I guess that's still possible. But it's been a you know, it's depressing to watch. <laughs> um, just the program stalled out and taking huge steps mm-hmm. backwards. So, mm-hmm. but I why? Don't think it's time for Mark to retire. But we'll see. But why? I mean, what happened? How does this happen? I didn't change his uh, his coaching staff at all. I think the recruiting hasn't been as good. Um, they were the best to me at, at finding really, really good guys that were ranked three stars that, that particularly Ohio State didn't want in the state of Ohio. Um. And Michigan would didn't want, and these guys that would that were better than they they looked and were maybe recruited, and Michigan State would get those guys. And you know, four years ago, they're in the tight, they're in the playoff. They sh- and then they should be able to get a little bit even better player. Uh, and sometimes they did. I mean, they they would get a five star every once in a while, but um, they just they they stopped getting those guys and whatever. They're they're guys that they got that were mid. You know, mid recruits were just mid recruits. They just don't have the talent that they used to have, and uh, you can't win without talent. Mm-hmm. I use this analogy a lot, but you know, in the recruiting rankings, there's about 35 star players every year, which is the same. Um, Tommy Gibbs is a big NFL guy. It's the same number basically as a first round draft pick, 32 first round draft picks, right? Wow. Unbelievable. Alabama signs six first-round draft picks a year. Clemson gets five <laughs> first-round draft picks a year. Okay? Amazing. Michigan State doesn't get a top six. Their, their best draft pick's like a sixth-rounder. Michigan right. might get one every three years, mm-hmm. a first-round pick. And Pittsburgh's now, taking them. an NFL team getting five, six first-round picks every year? Amazing. They're going to crush you. It's not the same mm-hmm. competition. At no, no, it's point, not. point, you're just not that good. So, yeah. yeah. Antonio threaded that needle by getting these guys, but whatever happened in their evaluation or their work ethic or whatever, it faded. And now you look at this team, and these just aren't these kids aren't that good. Mm-hmm. And, and you can you can talk coaching and culture all you want. If you don't have players, you don't mm-hmm. win right. sports. Man, just, it, it, you just don't win. You know, he had NFL quarterback. For, for a few years there. It, and it was either Cousins or Connor. Yep. Guys at least made the league. Yeah. Now mm-hmm. you got nothing. And then you can't win that way. Not at all. Dan Wetzel, before we let you go, you got some great books that you've been putting out for these young readers. Their bios, they're on Epic Athletes by Macmillan Books. You got a story on Steph Curry, Alex Morgan, Serena Williams, Tom Brady, LeBron James, Lionel Messi, Simone Biles, and KD, Kevin Durant. These books look phenomenal. I would have been all over these books. Uh, you know, the Scholastic books. You remember how you used to check out? Mm-hmm. I would have had every yeah. single one of these books, Dan. Great job with these. How long does it take right. you to do these? Uh few months. They're, they're, not, they're not super in-depth. They're, really, you know, they're written for middle school yeah. readers. Uh, so, not, you know, the books are, are digestible. We're trying to particularly, we have, we'll take any reader, but particularly <laughs> trying to get boys to read, not of easy. Course. 
They're playing Fortnite. Yeah, I know. So. <laughs> Isn't that some unbelievable, man? Yeah, we're hoping, you know, hey, here's a Tom Brady book. Give it a shot. You Give know? it a yeah. shot. Yeah. Um, but the reaction's been great. The kids really like them. Uh, it's kind of rewarding. A lot of the a lot of the book focuses on what the guys would like, the, the, the athletes were like um, as junior high, middle school kind of kids because it's pretty interesting, like, you know, Tom Brady was not the star athlete. He he actually was the backup on his freshman team and never got a snap. Unbelievable. Um, Alex Morgan was cut from her soccer team. Steph Curry, you're too small. Yep. You're never going to be that good. Wasn't you know? He only went to Davidson. I know. Uh, all these guys were were small. They had something. Lionel Messi had kind of a, a growth uh, issue and and had to fight through that. So all of them, as as much as it's like. These guys are these great athletes now. There was a lot when they were 12, 13 years old, 11 years old, that actually is pretty relatable mm-hmm. to kids that are 11 years old now. You know, and, and so it's uh, Serena Williams, right? Greatest tennis uh, player. When she was 12, she wasn't as good as her older sister. Unbelievable. Right? You're, you're, you're the other Williams sister. Yeah. Uh, stuff that you don't have to be an athlete to be like, yeah, I hate my old brother. Yourself. <laughs> Good fun. Uh, I love it. It's been fun to do, and the kids seem to like them. So. That's awesome, Dan. Keep up the great work, man. We'll read you, of course, and watch you on uh, Yahoo and Death to the BCS. If you guys never never read that book, I suggest you get it because it brought us to today, which is the college football mm-hmm. playoff. And yep. we could talk forever, Dan. I'm sorry I kept you extra long. I appreciate you coming on, man. No problem, man. Take care. Take All right. Care. Danny Wetzel from uh, Yahoo Sports. Can't get better than Dan Wetzel. 291,000 followers for that guy. And I used to get him on from WJR in my uh, WJR days. When he used to write for a, a place called The Basketball Times. That was the name of the magazine mm. he wrote for. And here he is, USA Today, and now Yahoo Sports. Mm-hmm. And uh, so many books on the... New York Times bestseller list. Starting from somewhere, yeah, and this is a Michigan, a Michigan guy. You know, he went to went to school in Boston. You can hear that Boston accent. Yep. Is. But he's a <laughs> but he's a Michigan guy. And, yeah. You know, it's great to have him here. That's awesome. Great talking, guys. You guys, uh, you guys are a great guest, by the way. Well, Ethan, thank you, Ethan thank Perlman, you. Corey, Corey. We couldn't do it without a great host. Thanks. Exactly. Hey, we're way behind. We got to thank our our great sponsor, as always, Mr. Matt. Been serving Detroit's Metro Detroit floor mat needs for over fifty years. Let your business slip and fall into savings with them before winter hits, and it's coming. It might come in this weekend. We're getting snow. They also offer logo mats, office and restroom cleaning, restroom supplies, window cleaning, anything else your business can use. Call them at eight hundred three four four. 0095 or email Joe. That's my buddy, Joe at MrMattRental.com. That's Joe at MRMATRental.com. So, Dan Wetzel, uh, I wanted to ask him. I mean, I could have kept him the whole the whole time. He just should have hosted the damn show. But <laughs> if, if D'Antonio does leave, do you guys have any ideas who Michigan State might go after? I have no idea. I have one name. I don't know what his contract looks like right now. I think it'd PJ be, Fleck? No, I think it'd be an interesting. <laughs> That's who I would take. Oh, I would too. I mean, if they could, you know, drive PJ Fleck away, that'd be great. I don't see that happening. Um, the one name I look at is the Urban guy. Meyer. No, yeah, is, uh, yeah. is, is Les, Les Miles. Les cur- Miles who is currently at Kansas. Wow. I heard I, his name I, coming up quite a bit, but I that's think, a, that's, a, I, well, that's a tough sell. I heard his name a, a few years ago before they brought in D'Antonio. Yeah. You heard it at Michigan. I didn't know if you heard it at Michigan State. Uh, this was I heard lot, it through this Michigan. This was a long time yeah. ago when they were talking, you know, right. should Saban come back to State or Les Miles. Or Les Miles. Sure. Um, 
I don't know, I think this would be the perfect time for Les Miles to say, okay, I've done all I can at Kansas in my one year here. I got them a few wins. I'm going to make the jump to Michigan State and try to rebuild a dynasty there to compete with Jim Harbaugh. Think about that, though. If you had Les Miles and Jim Harbaugh in the same state, oh, then, yeah. you had, then you started seeing I mean, you trending, the Michigan State trending up and Michigan trending down. I think it makes That, I think, would divide the state. Well, that's the way it's way been the last 10 years. Well, it doesn't seem like there's much competition there, though, because it it's like watching two schoolyard kids you know, seeing yeah. who can get the ball yeah. first. It would definitely make recruiting much harder for both schools. If, oh, totally. If Michigan State brought in a name like Les Miles, where would you want to go? Where would that, you want to go? That's the thing. As a quarterback, you where would you want to go? You want to go to Michigan State? Well, you heard Dan Wetzel what he said. Yeah. How does Michigan not have more the quarterbacks. Best quarterbacks in the country? Yeah. yeah. When you have Jim Harbaugh, mm-hmm. you were, it was Bo Schembechler's place. You played mm-hmm. at the Big House. You got He's, the great helmets. Yeah. You got it all going for you. Mm-hmm. You had Tom Brady as. Yeah. as um, you have Lloyd Carr. Yeah, mm-hmm. Lloyd Carr had it. But, you know, yeah, to Dan's point, I mean, he, Jim Harbaugh. He was a quarterback whisperer. Yeah. He, Andrew Luck. He had Colin Kaepernick, who wasn't a great quarterback. I think he's a decent quarterback, but yeah. not a great quarterback. And he got him to a Super Bowl. I mean, he knows how to scheme it. And then all of a sudden, you're with Shea Patterson. And it's yeah. like, what happened? Well, when they brought over Shea Patterson from Ole Miss, he was supposed to be this, you know, rising superstar. And he just hasn't been. No. He looks, he looks scared in the pocket. He really does. He transferred for a reason, right? But yeah. Except Ohio State gets a transfer, and look what the hey. hell happened to them. Yeah. You know, they don't miss. Ju- a, they Justin, don't miss. They don't miss anything. Justin Fields. I really thought Justin Fields, if he stayed at Georgia, should have been the starter over Jake Fromm. I was really glad to see when he made the decision to go into the transfer portal. He chose Ohio State. I love yeah. the portal. It's like but, it's like you actually. It's like a. But that's a, something a box you go yeah. in. And you get, like Star Trek. But that is something I wanted to bring up with Dan was Michigan State has had now three running backs enter the transfer portal and a few other players. And my concern with this transfer the hell's por- the portal. Well, my, my my whole issue with this transfer portal thing is he loves bringing up the portal. Just keeps transferring. Go ahead. Is uh, when you have players that are like, okay, I don't want to be the third string here, so I'm going to see if. Another school will make me their second or starter. Yeah, it's like it's giving players a way to decommit when they've already committed. If you're not happy with where you commit, decommit before you go to school there. Seriously, I I hate it when I see players. I do too. I hate it when I see high schoolers commit sophomore year, right? And then freshman year, they're like, "Yeah, I don't want to be here. I'm gonna transfer." I'm gonna transfer. Yeah. The NCAA needs to seriously step up and be like, if you go to, if you commit to this school, minimum two years. After that, feel free to transfer. But what if but they have, have trouble have a, in school? What if they're getting bullied? Well, I hate to use the word bullied. I mean, there, there's, always a a, there's, yeah. a, there's always reasons, but I'm saying if your reason is I'm not a starter... Yeah, no, that's no, not a reason. No, that's not, not a reason. That's not a reason. Not a reason at all. You know, if it's the coach doesn't like me... I'm sorry, I don't think that's a reason either. Because there are players that coaches will single out, and it may not be be because they don't like you. It may be because they ask you to give 100% effort, and they know when you're not. 
and they call you out on it. Well, we've seen it all too well in the NFL where these quarterbacks are coming out of these schools where they think that they're all this stuff and they get mm-hmm. drafted really early. I mean, Johnny Football. Oh, yeah. He was kind of like, well, oh, please, please, to get please, paid please. Yeah, and he yeah, had to like, but... text the Browns to get to get him to pick him up. I mean, we're looking at, like, you but know. Johnny Football had issues even in sure. college. Same, but, same with no, James I, Winston. Yeah, I get it, but that was that's what I'm saying. He's yeah. a big head on these these young kids who think that they're going to be all-stars in, in the NFL, and mm. it doesn't happen. I mean, we're kind of seeing that with Baker Mayfield right now. Yeah. As much as I hate to say it, because I think he's going to be a decent quarterback, but I don't see him If he can shut his mouth. Yeah, shut your mouth just, just once play. in a while. Just win. Yeah. Just yeah. play. Be a Minshew. Well, yeah. Minshew he's lost, by the way. I yeah, know. He lost his starting I know. job. I know. He had a good run. The he stash did. had a he good did. run. He, the stash had a good run. I think he's going to he's gonna play in the NFL, yeah. man. I think he will, too. He's a baller. Mm-hmm. I think he will, I mean, he was a... They took him off the bench. I mean, oh, yeah. right from college, go start NFL. Go, start, go do it. And he did a hell of a job. He did a great did. job. So uh, what? I started him last week on my fantasy team, and he, I, and he I crapped did. the bed. The stash. Who I did the too. The stash. I, I went with him boat. once too much. It's okay. Once. By the way, Freddie the Pizza Man writes in. He says, Pat Shermer, the Giants uh, head coach right now, mm-hmm. former Michigan State guy, he could go. Ooh, that, that's that's, that's a different name, yeah. That would be big. But would there be a guy to quit the pros? To go to college, does that does that happen often? I, I, mean, pro, he, I was going to say Chip Kelly, but no, he well, got pushed out yeah. of the NFL yeah. and back into college. Well, that's the only thing I could see with Shermer is you know if the Giants kind of say you're done here, if they, Michigan State is offering you a good deal, right. your second life. I mean, if Michigan State offers you a good enough deal, I would jump on it. Hey, yes. we got we have a phone call right now. Who is this? Is that Freddie the Pizza Man on the on the line? Hey, Fredo. I don't want to hear about your fantasy either. I know. No one wants to hear. Especially you. You're, you're, you're robbing everyone else on trades. I don't want to talk about your fantasy either. Listen, they're offering me trades. What do you want me to do? Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm sure. Listen, uh, George Sipple, by the way. I'm a little mad at him. I lost him by, by point five eight points That's great. the other day. I love that. Point five eight. Good That's for you, good. George. Beat him. Yeah, that's because I took the Jets off for the Baltimore Ravens. That's right. right. I appreciate it, man. Hey, you had a good week uh, in the pros, but you brought up Pat Shermer for Michigan State. Is that your guy? I think it's a shoe-in because they're going to go on the cheap. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to say on the cheap money-wise, but I think they'll they'll go on the cheap with the search. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I mean, I, how about Jim Schwartz? <laughs> I don't know. Oh. I mean, Ooh. I like. Schwartz. I think I think Pat oh, Shermer would be like. kind of a shoe-in for them. He's. Um, you know, ex center. Excuse me, ex center. There, he's he's got some pro experience now, and you know, he would I, be a good college coach again. I think he would. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I, I think, think he's over okay. his head. I mean, with it the depends Giants. if they want to go safe. That's Pat Shermer. If they want to go out of the box, you know, then you have to go get a. Um, you know, I don't. know, Maybe the the guy from Eastern Michigan, Tommy's guy, um, Chris Creighton. Yeah, Chris Creighton. Mm. That's a good choice too, Freddie. Yeah, he's so, put, he's, he put the Eastern Michigan guy. What do you think, guy. Tommy? Guys, I, like I said, I honestly, you want to laugh? I I think they're going after PJ Fleck, even though he just signed a big deal. I mean, I mean it. It'd be huge. Yeah. yeah, I think Fleck goes to the pros. That's his next move. He's a pro. I think he, I think he'd do well in the pros. Even though, that, rah, rah, that uh, Minnesota uh, job is pretty cool, Fred. Mm-hmm. It is a good mm-hmm. job to have. Not a lot you know of what pressure. could be the next job is uh, Minnesota Vikings, right? If Zimmer doesn't win there, that's true mm-hmm. too. That's that's yeah. true too. I don't know. What, oh, what do you guys think for Michigan State? The other two guys, Nick and uh, Evan, right? Well, we got Forgive Ethan. me, everybody. Well, now it's Corey. We today. got Ethan and Corey today. Yeah. <laughs> my, uh, my apologies. No, you can call, no, we'll call him Nick. Yeah, Nick, okay. what do you think, Nick? <laughs> uh, well, no, no. Uh, you know, I, Pat, 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 Pat has so many friends, I can't keep up. Oh, Mads and friends. I know. Um, 
Yeah, Pat Shermer just sounds good now that I'm hearing mm-hmm. about it. Like, you go Lansing and you go Pat Shermer. It's like. Or Narduzzi. I mean, that's going to be, bet, you know, yeah. that's the one I was going to bring up. Yeah. Back to Pat, Pat Narduzzi, I think. Could come back. It's a name that definitely is associated with Michigan State. It's yeah. got to be someone to um, save the st- save the program. It's got to be yeah. one of those kind of guys. Yeah. So um, it's got to be an ex Spartan. I think. I think it's probably got to be an ex Spartan. Yeah, you got to take mm-hmm. that Michigan man, the Michigan State man. Right. You know? mm-hmm. Right. You, everyone's focused on Michigan State. I mean, who's going to take over for Jim Harbaugh once he craps the bed versus Ohio State? You know. I know. Yeah. Tom I just, Brady. Uh, th- th- that Tom guy. Brady. That guy writes his own ticket, Freddie. I mean, but <laughs> if he doesn't win this year, at least you got to win. You got to beat Ohio State, and you Listen, better I beat think, Michigan. I State. think I mentioned to you on Sunday, Tommy. I, I might have mentioned it to you, but. D'Antonio might might go into the locker room before the Michigan game and say, "Listen, right. boys, I'm retiring. Uh, don't say nothing until after the game, and uh, let's beat their asses, please. Yeah. Let's yeah. do it." And uh, his record against Michigan speaks for itself. I mean, he's yeah. he's got their number. Could happen. So I think it's listen, a good call. I, I think I think next year at this time we could. Well, not this time. I say maybe February or March. We could be looking at three new football coaches in this state yeah. replacing. Patricia, D'Antonio, and Harbaugh could happen. That's good. a good call, Fred. Mm-hmm. Or they all just call. switch, uh, or they all rotate, and then yeah, they all everyone just switches. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Patricia, so, Patricia the Michigan, I'd make it another clown show over there too. Oh, <laughs> we already had Brady Hoke. Please. Yeah, I hear you. How's business over there at Freddy's Pizza? Uh, it's a good. I got pizzas in the oven. I'm probably burning one of them. Right. <laughs> Man, go get him, brother. Get <laughs> go get him, buddy. I'll see you guys soon. Keep up the good work. Okay. Thanks, man. Thanks for calling Bye. in. Freddie the Pizza Man from Melvindale. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take you guys there one of these days. You going to buy me a slice? Yeah. Hell All yeah. Right, hell yeah. <laughs> Calzone, too. Oh, I like goulash. I do goulash. like goulash. Goulash is a specialty. That's a specialty. All right. I'm holding you to it. I'm never, I, I've never Just had name the goulash. Day. So. Yeah. <laughs> name the day. Hey, we've got to talk about the, the our sneaker guys, right? Michigan right. Sneaker mm-hmm. Exchange. Our good friends Juan Neal, Jake Schreier, and Julian Evans means of labels and logos and loose cannon flagship are going to be hosting the Michigan Sneaker Exchange at the Cobo Arena, which is now called the TCF Center, December 7th. Vendors from around the state will be in attendance, swapping sneakers and showing off the latest trends in fashion. Remember, December 7th, noon to 6, $20 admission at the door, or you can buy it online and just use your phone. The Cobo Center, TCF Center now. For tickets and tables, visit Michigan Sneaker Exchange, that's with an X, Michigan Sneaker Exchange. Dot com and uh, Angel said he's gonna bring his Space Jam sneakers in and uh, try to swap them right. over at uh, at Kobo there. <laughs> I'm gonna bring my New Balances I got from Coles for 38 bucks. Uh, see what I can get for 150 dollars. See right if there, I can yeah. flip it. Yeah. Make some money. Got to make some money, man. Hey, before we uh, go, we got to go around the leagues, right? Mm-hmm. We, we can't fail on that. NBA, uh, the Pistons. They play the Knicks tonight. Pistons and the Knicks. I'll Who's be going there. to that game? I'll be there tonight. Maybe you I'll, see maybe, me. I'll maybe I'll go to that you game. You come. Maybe I'll buy I'll you a hot dog and a Who beer. Who are you going with? I'm uh, going with my buddy Matt and his uh, right. lovely new bride. New, lovely new bride. Uh, so are you a third wheel? Or you got no, a then I got my buddy Matt Gibby. So okay, yeah, so you so. and Matt and, uh, the yeah. other, and, the, and the couple. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you come. Maybe I'll, I'll buy you a beer. Oh. And I don't drink, but I'll have a soda. Okay, I'll buy you a soda and a hot dog. How about Ethan? You want to go? Want to make it a team I, effort tonight? Yeah, yeah we Go could. see the Knickerbockers? We, we definitely could. Yeah, maybe we That's can. That's my team, you know. The yeah. Spirit of 73, yeah. probably baby. beat them because the, the Pistons are looking beat up right now. I was now. 11 years old when they won the championship. The, the look Pistons, at me now. The Pistons need yeah. to get healthy. It's sad. It's okay. Just so they sad. will. They, they will. No Blake. 
No Blake. No Blake. No, no, Rose. no Tim Frazier. No Derek Rose. No Doombaye. Uh, we haven't seen him yet. No Jackson. Well, I don't know that Doombaye. Wait, no, is Jackson's injured. back. No, he's out for a month. Yeah. Um, but Doombaye, I don't know if he's injured or if they just aren't playing him right now because he's not know. ready to play. Well, he was in concussion protocol. Then yeah. I think they sent him. Didn't they send him to the uh, Detroit Drive? I don't yes. know. I, he's right? been he's been mm-hmm. si- he's been sitting on the bench during the game. Well, so I'm not I'm not sure if he's Drummond's being a rebound freak right now. I mean, he's but he needs to learn how to ball handle. I get it, but he's doing. Better than Wilt Chamberlain in rebounds. Yeah, but if Nick David was hitting, he'd be saying, "Yeah, but he's rebounding against six foot five guys because <laughs> yeah, it's all about getting what the only one that has a center <laughs> on the floor, <laughs> basically." So we'll see how the Pistons and the Knicks go tonight. Pistons, of course, coming off that one fifteen ninety nine loss Monday night at Washington. Red Wings, of course, they lose the other night six to one. They're a mess. They play at the Rangers tonight, so it's a New York, New York here. Yeah, yep. Knicks are yep. here, and mm-hmm. we're at the Garden playing that's another, the Rangers. That's another coach that's on the hot mm-hmm. seat right now. You think Jeff Blash is on the hot on, seat? That, I think he's on yeah. the hot seat. For this that is the one. game of the week, by the way, on NBC. So I think Doc Emmerich's going to be at this one. Yep. Uh, that should be a good one on NBC Sports Network. Uh, the Rangers, the Blue Shirts, mm-hmm. bring it in. The Red Wings, two original six teams. It's always good when they play. They don't play enough against each other. How about baseball before we go? The uh, MLB Award finalists announced for MVP, Cy Young, Rookie of the Year, and Manager of the Year. Don't forget, MLB free agency is going to be underway. Mm-hmm. And, uh, what do we yep. got on some of the – bring so, us up to date on some of the baseball stuff. So right now, uh, Didi De Gregorius was actually not offered a qualifying right. offer. So he's a free agent. He the is. Yankees will get nothing if he, he might signs go to the elsewhere. Mets. He might. Um, right now, the big thing to look for, though, in the award season is that the Astros have a legit chance to be the first team to sweep the MVP Cy Young and Rookie of the Year. Wow. Good for them. Right now, the AL finalists, Alex Bregman of the Astros, Marcus Simeon, who played great this year for, mm-hmm. for, for the A's, and Mike Trout. It's going to happen every year for him. So, what do you think of that one? Bregman, Simeon, and Trout. Trout. You got I got to give yeah. it to Bregman on that. Really? One. Yeah. I mean, I think okay. it's going to Trout, but I think Bregman deserves it. National mm-hmm. League finalists: Jacob Degrom, Hinyun Ryu, Ryu, and Max Scherzer for the NL Cy Young. Degrom, Who do you like there. Degrom. Yeah. How about the AL Cy Young? Verlander. Who's he going against besides his own teammates? Cole Verlander. Charlie Morton, Martin. Garrett Cole, and Justin Verlander. Verlander. And Charlie Verlander. Morton was an Astro before. Now he's a, <laughs> yep, he's a Red. Yep, yep. Give me a break with all this all, all this stuff that they have. There. I know. Houston. <laughs> Give me a break. Hey, guys, th- thanks for listening, man. Thanks for coming in, Cole. Hey, hey I, I love having you here. Well, I'm going to be on more. I like sitting sitting here right here, too. I, I do, like, too. I, I can like finally see the cameras. You. Oh, my gosh. Ethan Perlman, thanks a million. Yep. Thanks to everyone behind the glass. Angel, Kelsey. Who do we have? Who else do we have? Corey Seeger. We got Steven Cole. <laughs> Cole Seeger. I said Corey Seeger. Oh. We're meshing people now. Steven's here as well. It's Tom Azoy. It's the wrap on NRM Streamcast. We'll be back Friday. D Mac will be in the house. Join us. See you later. Thanks, Dan Wetzel. <laughs>